it just makes me want to set myself on fire. Welcome all to another episode of Set Yourself on Fire. We are currently on episode 8 and that feels great. Um, I want to start this episode by thanking so many people who have been reaching out to me lately to let me know that they're listening to the podcast and that this podcast has been helping them. I think it is so amazing and I just cannot thank you all enough for your messages of love and support. I, with my anxiety, often feel like no one is listening and that I am, you know, just talking to myself. So having all these kinds words coming in just, it really means the world and it really does keep me going and motivated and on task to make sure that I am recording on time for episodes. So um, one of the things I want to also say is, of course, I've got my Facebook page up. And I would love if people would leave a review on there and wherever they are listening to this podcast because I have decided that as well as my goal for 2020 to keep this podcast active, my goal also for a future me is to get this podcast into the top 100 charts in the next, you know, two years. I think that would be super cool and a great goal and it can't happen without you, the listeners. And so I would love if you guys can leave a review wherever you're listening or on the Facebook page. And let's see if we can make it happen. Let's see if we can grow this baby and get the conversation of mental health really common and flowing and kill the sick stigma against it. Let's make this something that is talked about every day and is just as normal as breathing and walking and talking. So... With all the social media stuff, I do want to let you guys know that a new logo is going to be coming in the next few months. I am very, very excited. One of my extremely, like, outrageously talented friends, Karen, is going to make a logo. She sat down with me the other day and put together all my crazy ideas and thoughts and came out with a rough draft of what the hell I am talking about, which is extremely hard considering when I describe things most of the time, it is gestures and making sounds. So she was able to decipher all that and get some pictures going and have me go through them with yeses and nos or answer what I liked about it. And we talked about color scheme and the direction I visually see for the podcast. And she said that she can make something work. So I am extremely extremely excited to share it all with you and as soon as it is done I will of course update all the social media but I will also be releasing an Instagram account to start getting more of a social media presence. I have also created a Gmail 
which is setyourselfonfire2020 at gmail.com. So anyone who has a topic idea that they would like me to cover can send in a request to, and I will find a way to cover it. I will either do the research required, I will share a story on how I relate and what I did in that circumstance, whatever kind of you're looking for, because right now we're talking about my mental health, but I also want to talk about everyone's mental health. I want to hear your stories. I want to, you know, share the fact that other people might be experiencing what you're experiencing. So let's see what we can evolve that into down the line, see if it can go anywhere. Um, that is all for the updates. So let's dive into this episode. So I kind of want to talk about uh, dating yourself, which seems very weird, but it's Valentine's weekend, day, whatever you want to call it, and there's so much pressure to be with someone around this time of the year that I kind of want to talk about that stigma. I mean, first of all, it's very interesting because St. Valentine isn't actually just... um, honored on February 14th, which is what the holiday is created around. He's actually honored on July 6th and July 30th, but because of Christian religion, we celebrated on February 14th. So there's a fun tip bit. Thank you, Wikipedia, for this knowledge making me sound so smart. So this year I am spending it alone for the first time. And honestly, I am loving it more than I thought I would. Now, don't get me wrong, I've got some like, oh, woe was me moments, but honestly, I did not have to stress about a gift, I did not have to stress about an idea, I did not have to worry about finances, it's friggin' lovely. And I thought to myself, oh my god, I actually have so much negative feelings about Valentine's Day, how has this happened? And I guess I realize it's, now that I realize my mental health and my anxiety Valentine's Day, and honestly, any holiday for that matter, is just a lot of work for anyone with anxiety and depression because number one, you worry about getting the perfect gift or planning the perfect date and you worry about, oh, are they going to like this? Where am I going to get this? You figure out the perfect gift and now you have to make it a reality or you know, you have to make sure to reserve the restaurant and get the perfect table or whatever it is. And holidays are honestly just a ridiculous amount of stress. And also, secondly, why are we so worried about telling someone we love them on a certain day? I think you should tell people you love them all the time. I mean, for me, it's super common in my text and my text or my phone calls by saying, I love you. And I say it to my friends. I say it to my family. Um, I say it to anyone I love, to be completely honest. There's this thing on Facebook right now going around where it's just a little cartoon sketch and it says, let's normalize saying I love you to our friends. It'll start off weird, but then it'll become normal. And I super enjoy it because I think it's weird that there's a stigma about telling your friends you love them. I think that you totally should tell people you love them. Um, not in a creepy sense, let's not get weird here, but I mean, tell your friends you love them if you love them, or even just tell them, you know, I care, or let them know you care, if that makes any sense. Let's just end the the weird stigmas around vocalizing 
caring about people or loving people. Why does it have to be weird? I don't think it has to be weird. I always tell my friends and family I love them because it's important to me. And now, more than ever, getting those little text messages randomly from friends that just say I love you means so much more because it means that I'm on their their mind they're having this really awesome memory of me at this time and they're letting me know by sharing that with me and to me it gives me the warm and fuzzies because I mean right now I've got the hurt and heart going on still and so the fact that I just come across someone's mind during the day is is really awesome to me and so um yeah, tell the people you love you love them. Don't be creepy about it, though. So, with Valentine's Day, there's so many versions now. There's Palentines, there's Galentines, there's Valentines. But I think the main thing about Valentine's Day is just love yourself. And I mean, I've been a huge advocate about loving yourself lately because this is the entire journey for me right now is learning to love myself and growing to love all of me, the good things, the bad things, the way I'm evolving, even my hair, which has caused me craziness lately, which is weird, but I was able to finally afford my dreams of going blonde, and now my financial situation since the divorce has changed, and I have to go back to being a brunette, and for some reason, I've been sad about that because my hair dreams have to end, but at the same time, I'm going back to my roots, which I thought was a hilarious, funny pun of a joke that I texted to the Dark and Twisty, who then stated they did not get it and ruined my greatest humor moment. And so I am hoping the listeners out there understand and appreciate this joke because I wasted it, wasted it on Dark and Twisty, who did not appreciate nor get the, you know... Going back to my roots, going back to who I am, going back to my natural hair color. You get it. I don't have to explain it to you guys, at least. So, I am honestly really excited about this Valentine's Day because I am house-sitting for a friend. And that means I get, one, a house to myself, which is an amazing idea after having to move back in with your parents, just having some alone time. Two... Uh, my friend has pets, one kitten, who is very adorable, and I am so excited for kitten love, except for the kitten claws, not excited about that, and they have a little dachshund, which I am so excited about, because I always talk about how miss, much I miss my dogs, one of my dogs was a little dachshund, um, Dash, my dachshund, was a short-haired dachshund, and, uh, Prince? I believe his name is, is a long-haired dachshund, but I will love him just the same. And so I am totally setting up to have a date night with myself. And a date night can be as simple as self-care. And basically that's the point of this episode. Love yourself, take care of yourself, take yourself on a date, make time for you. There's so many pressures in the world and obligations to always be moving, always be rushing, always making yourself available for someone else that we get burned out because we don't take care of ourselves and take that little bit of time to put ourselves first. And so 
I, sorry, um, totally encourage everyone to have a them day, a me day, a date day, whatever you want to call it, a self-care day. I don't care what you call it, just do it. Um, and so I used to have this pattern, even when I was in a relationship, of Saturday was me day. And what that meant is that I would wake up and I would have some lovely coffee and I'd look around the house and go, there's housework to be done. That's nice. I'm going to ignore you now. And I would either take myself out for breakfast or go get um, another coffee because I am who I am. And I would honestly, those were the days I'd take care of myself. I'd go get my nails done. I'd go to the bookstore. I would, um, go do retail therapy, whatever it is I wanted to do. I just would have a me day. And when I used to live in Lethbridge, my me day was, um, dark and twisted day. We used to have this amazing routine of just waking up and going to the farmer's market and getting coffee. And then we would both go home and just relax. But it was just like that little bit of social activity to get, you know, out of the house and recharge with the energy and then to go home and relax and appreciate yourself. And it worked really great because my ex was an introvert and loved to stay in to recharge and I loved to go out to recharge. And so it worked perfect that Saturday was always like best friend day. We'd go out, we'd go for a drive, we would go to the farmer's market. And then Sunday would be my home day with doing chores around the house, spending the day with my ex um, I would make a big family dinner and all the friends would come over and that way my ex would also get social activity but in their environment. And so when we moved and we went to Stony Plain, um, I started having my different self-care days where it was still on Saturday but I would go out and I would get Starbucks and I would go get my nails done and I would go do some retail therapy, which means I would go to winners and spend far too much money. But that's okay because we had really cute clothes and a really cute house. That's my justification and I'm sticking to it. And obviously, self-care changes all the time with what your budget is. So I mean, sometimes there wasn't the budget to go out and get coffee and get my nails done. And so... Honestly, sometimes it was just staying in bed and listening to some amazing music and just reading a book and relaxing and having downtime. Or it was getting out a coloring book or going for walks with the dogs around the park or window shopping, just feeling that energy around. And so... Self-care is such a wide range and I understand that, um, you know, life gets busy. Right now I haven't had a self-care day um, and some people are could argue that, well, I mean, you haven't really been working that long. But um, being home and stressing about work and looking for work is not self-care. Being home with the voice inside your head going 100 miles a minute is not self-care. Going to work and learning 800 pounds of information 
and coming home and being completely exhausted is not self-care. Um, self-care is literally stopping the manicness that might be in your head or your crazy energy or the anxieties and letting yourself know that it's okay to be calm. It's okay to be relaxed. It is okay to feel loved. It is okay to breathe. The world will not crash around you. You are not going to um, spontaneously humanly combust. That there is reassurance that life will get better. And that you need to still love yourself no matter what your situation is. And it is as elaborate as you want it to be. It can be, I know... um, um, I call her Sexy Hustler, had a great self-care weekend. She took herself up to Canmore and stayed in a gorgeous hotel and went to the mountains because it was her birthday and she wanted to have some quiet recharging time for her birthday. And she said that honestly, she loved it and came back with a whole new energy. And that's what self-care and self-love, self-dating is all about is recharging, revamping, and refining your energy, refining your passion, refining your light. I think it is great and I think it's a great time to have this conversation because with Valentine's Day just having been passed and it being a long weekend, everyone is most likely, a lot of people, I'm sorry, are putting effort into making sure that they're being romantic this weekend and that is great to treasure and show your relationship effort and romance and showing the person you are with or your gal pals or your galentine your palentine your whatever time um that you love them and you care about them and vice versa, but I also think it's a great time to say, if you can do this for someone else, you can also do it for yourself and do it with probably a little bit less stress because you will not have to worry about where you want to make a reservation for and what jewelry to buy, um, unless you have some very certain jewelry you would like to buy yourself. And the favorite thing that my, uh, grandmother-in-law ever told me is that if you ever want a piece of jewelry you never wait for someone to buy it for you you buy it for yourself you're an independent woman you get what you want and uh you know it stuck with me and I totally stand by it I don't think just because it's an engagement ring um doesn't mean that you can't buy it for yourself because it's a pretty ring Treat yourself. Love yourself. If you want that ring and you can make it happen, it's literally just a title. And that's the thing. Everything is what we put into it. If you, you know, believe that this ring, because it's under the engagement ring section, can only be purchased because it's an engagement ring, then, I mean, I think that's on you. Because really, at the end of the day, it's a ring made of whatever material with whatever gemstone it qualifies as a ring um if you really want it to be an engagement ring propose to yourself decide you're gonna spend the rest of your life loving you do pull pull a lizzo marry yourself throw a wedding eat your cake eat your cake have your icing do it all um so yeah, I guess this episode is just a reminder to take a little bit of time out 
I know that some people don't have the ability to spend a whole day on themselves. They've got school and work and kids, but take 10 minutes, even if that is getting up or out of the house 10 minutes early and just drinking a nice hot coffee in the car by yourself, let yourself relax, give yourself that permission to relax, give yourself that permission to be okay and if you need to scream it out, cry it out, um, dance it out, but give yourself 10 minutes, at least make 10 minutes in a week for yourself because you will thank yourself so much for prioritizing yourself. And after that 10 minutes, you might realize, oh my god, I need to make me more of a priority. And you can try and up it to 20 and 30. And, you know, like I said, everyone's schedule is different. But if you can make time to shower your partner with a date, make date time, then you can make date time for you. So, date yourself. Love yourself. And I hope you all have a great week pampering yourselves and taking your 10 minutes and eating your chocolate or your candy and enjoy your week and I will talk to you all next week.